Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond Podcast with Cincinnati host Stephen Brittingham. Experience meaningful and in-depth interviews with Hollywood's most interesting people. Enjoy the show. Hi, friends and listeners. This is host Stephen Brittingham. Do you happen to have a question or a comment for me? Or perhaps you feel that you might make an interesting guest here on Hollywood and Beyond. Whatever your reason may be, please feel free to contact me anytime directly at the show's official email address. That would be hollywoodandbeyondshow at gmail.com. That is hollywoodandbeyondshow at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you soon. You can receive all the latest episodes of Hollywood and Beyond with Stephen Brittingham delivered to your favorite listening device by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or whatever happens to be your favorite podcast listening service. Don't miss out. Tune in. Selected clips and music appear courtesy of Aaron Spelling Productions and The Love Boat. Exciting and new Come aboard We're expecting you And love Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond Podcast, friends and listeners. The Love Boat Celebration continues here on Hollywood and Beyond with my extra special guest, Melissa Anderson. Well, welcome aboard, whoever you are. Jennifer, don't you remember? You taught me to tango. Of course, Jennifer, the old tango. Uh, I remember it well, sort of. Doc. Jennifer. Chubbs! Chubbs! Hey, listen, you remember Doc and Isaac? Hi. Hi. Oh, and uh, this is Julie, our cruise director. Hi. This is my kid sister, Chubbs. Jennifer! Hey, come on, I'll show you to Catherine, come on. See you later, Valentino. Mm, Chubbs, huh? Well, maybe I need new lenses. Maybe. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I am your host, actor and writer, Stephen Brainham. So nice to have you listening via Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or even Audible. Wherever you find podcasts available, or however you listen, thank you so much. It is truly appreciated. Well, as mentioned, the extremely talented, and wow, that's an understatement, if ever there was one, such a talented lady, Melissa Anderson is here to share some of her memories and stories from her numerous appearances on The Love Boat. Millions of television viewers know her as Mary Ingalls on the NBC series Little House on the Prairie, from 1974 until 1981. Her performance on Little House is truly impressive and memorable. It is most certainly a pleasure to have her on the podcast today. 
Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond, Melissa. Thank you so much, Stephen. I'm happy to be here. Well, absolutely honored and thrilled to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to learn more about some of your memories from The Love Boat. Uh, Thank you for this opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Before we uh, go aboard the Pacific Princess, so to speak, Melissa, how about (laughs) we go back even further to the very beginning, perhaps? I thought I would start off by asking where you are from. I am originally from, I was born in uh, the closest hospital at the time, was uh, uh, Bates Hospital in Berkeley, California, which happens to be the birthplace of another co- co-star of mine, uh, Robert Culp, uh, the late Robert Culp. Um, we found out on, on my, my, second, uh, my second part, actually, uh, after the Brady Bunch was uh, an episode of the series uh, Shaft. And he played my father, and we found out we were both. Uh, he asked a question similar to yours, I believe, and we found out uh, we were both born in the same hospital. So that was kind of fun. Well, and, that's very uh, interesting. Yeah, it is. And he, <laughs> he was a lovely, lovely man. Um, but uh, so I'm from Northern California originally, and then we moved to Southern California when I was uh, seven. Uh, because I had one of the major reasons was because I had uh, terrible allergies and the dry climate was recommended, drier climate. Oh, I see. Right, right. So that's, that's why we ended up in um, Southern California, or I ended up in Southern California. And how did your journey with acting begin for you? Uh, I was, well, again, I had the allergies. I had asthma and, uh, the doctor, um, I believe in Southern California, no, maybe also in Northern California. Um, they both thought that, um, uh, I, they believed in expanding the lungs as much as possible. So as much physical activity, uh, lessons, things, extracurricular, anything I could do to, to do that, uh, uh, developing the lungs, maybe I don't know, but anyway, to uh, to, to to get the lungs really actively involved uh, would be good. So uh, I did, you know, I had ice skating lessons, and I had tap dancing lessons, and I had uh, gymnastics and ballet and uh, swimming and uh, all kinds. Anyway, and um, the tap lessons. Uh, were taught by a man named uh, Louis Dupron, who had been hired in the 30s, I believe, maybe 40s, uh, to be the next big star uh, at MGM, I believe. Um, No, sorry, Paramount, I think. And unfortunately, they had to release him from his contract because he really didn't have any acting experience. And those were the days he actually taught... uh, Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor. I think he chore- possibly choreographed some of their, their. I did choreograph some of their. Uh, wow, very impressive dances. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but he he just wasn't an actor. He didn't have the personality to go with uh, the great footwork. So that was they had to release him from his contract. So that was unfortunate. But he was a fantastic uh, tap dancer. 
So I then was um, referred to another because I actually was good at uh, tap dancing as opposed to like competitive swimming, which I wasn't, or ice skating, which I wasn't particularly good at either. Uh, And I liked tap. It was fun and hard, but fun. Uh, And so uh, I went to another um, another tap uh, expert. Uh, His name was um, Al DeRay, and uh, he had not quite the footwork that Louis Dupron had, but he had personality galore. So, so I kind of got what I was missing. And in around all this time, it had been mentioned uh, to my parents, to my mother, um, that I, I, I should get, you know, I'm a, you know, I was a great little dancer and I should get some acting experience to, to, uh, to go with it. And, you know, maybe something could come of that. And my mother didn't think much of that idea. I don't think at the time. Uh, but over time I, I understood, I overheard these conversations and kind of understood it sunk in what they were, what they were talking about. And I thought, I think I started, uh, to, to, to bring it up also that I thought it would be, it would be fun and I would like to, to try. Uh, and, so eventually, a couple of years later, I believe, um, uh, my parents thought that it wouldn't work out. They could, they could, they could do their duty and take me around and uh, to meet an agent or or something, and it wouldn't work out. But they, so it would all be fine. So, um, so I did meet uh, an agent, uh, Mary Grady, uh, who was a at that time very well-known children's agent. She also represented, represented adults, but, but she was known for having a bunch of very successful kids. And she, um, and we had a nice meeting and we talked and, and it was all good. Uh, and then she asked me about my appliance in my mouth, (laughs) which was a retainer, uh, across my top teeth. I see. Because I lost my, my teeth early, uh, uh, when I was a little girl and they put a retainer on to keep the teeth, the permanent teeth that, that were there from shifting. They were afraid there was such a, it could be such a long time before some of the teeth were ready to grow back in or in, uh, that they didn't want other teeth to shift. So I had this, this wire going across my top teeth and she asked me about it and I said, Oh, it comes out. And I took it out and I put it on her desk <laughs> And she said that she didn't, she wasn't really going to take me on as a client uh, because she thought I was, you know, sort of just another pretty little girl, uh, nice and polite, uh, but not with, you know, tremendous. She didn't think I was, you know, was what a lot of commercials were looking for at the time. She didn't, she didn't really think that I was particularly right for for her agency until I did that. And then she thought, Oh no, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I must have this inner, inner personality that she hasn't met yet. So, so anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, she, she, she took me on and my, my parents of course were shocked. And, uh, then they really thought that when I, when I, when I understood that I would have to go on interviews after school and, uh, you'd not be able to, you know, do things that I would normally do with my friends or whatever, uh, that I wouldn't like it. And, you know, like that. 
And um, I did like it. Uh, I didn't like not getting jobs that often. You know, <laughs> being turned down for things isn't much fun. But uh, but uh, I, I uh, was was very fortunate to get a commercial, a Mattel commercial, early on. I think one of my first one of my first interviews, and uh, and uh, so I I had good experiences actually, and and so it kind of went from there. And then I had I, I did some commercials. Again, she was right about the commercials. Commercially, I wasn't what what was really hot at that time was freckles and and uh, missing teeth. And well, I had some of those, but not <laughs> necessarily in the right places. Uh, and uh, you know, kind of, they were looking for more character kids, I think, I see. Uh, as opposed to me for commercials. So I didn't do a lot of commercials. I did like 10 or something. Um, and, uh, but then I, I interviewed for the Brady Bunch and got that, an episode of that, which I was totally thrilled about because I was a fan of the Brady Bunch at the time. Oh, yes. So it was very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was very exciting. I bet you were that. very excited. I was, I was. It and was you uh, made an impact uh, too, didn't you, on the episode? I, yeah, it turns <laughs> out it's a you know quite famous episode. Uh, so so that was fun, and it was great actually. And I, I worked a lot with Mike Lookinland, uh, who played Bobby, and then he did an uh, one or at least one uh, episode of uh, Little House. So it was great oh, very to nice. later be able to welcome him to our set. You know, yes. so that was really fun. Return the favor and. Yes, exactly. And, uh, and then I did this, um, episode of, Sh- of Shaft that I mentioned before and, uh, worked with Robert Culp. And then I, uh, uh, got Little House after that. So. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Now. Oh, wh- I'm sure <laughs> I've talked your ear off now. I enjoyed every moment. That was very enjoyable. Thank you so much. I, I, I love to learn about the artistic journey of, of, uh, folks. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. I'm just wondering though, I mean, you've mentioned some activities that you enjoyed while you were growing up, but was there other activities that you didn't mention? Um, I mean, did you enjoy watching movies and television while you were growing up? Oh yes. Yes. Definitely. I see. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Of course we didn't have, you know, back in the old, <laughs> in the old days, you know, we didn't have five mm. gazillion channels and Yes. And, uh, you know, cable <laughs> television in those days. So it's it's a little more interesting now, that's for sure. Remember, Melissa, before VCRs arrived? I mean, if you missed a show, you missed it until the summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. That's right. That's It'd be like, right. darn it, I've got to wait till the middle of summer to catch a rerun of this. When, you oh, know. yeah. <laughs> right. And, and right. then thank oh. goodness VCRs came along because that made me That's very right. happy that that helped. That's right. I mean, we actually had, as kids then, you actually had to have patience. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't, you know, now, you know, everything's at your fingertips. But not, you know, it wasn't like that then. I feel so old, but, but talking like this, but it's so true, you know. That's the last thing I would ever think about you at this moment is being old. Um, and I'm only a few years behind you, so keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> well, um, I really appreciate that. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, you uh, did mention that um, it would be all right to, before we discuss the love boat and, and some of your memories uh, from appearing on that ABC blockbuster that's still cherished by so many today. I, I that's right. I thought I'd go ahead and just ask you, 
is there any story behind the audition or the opportunity to portray Mary Ingalls on Little House on the Prairie? And let me just say up front, honestly, what an outstanding performance you gave through the years on that show. Oh, well, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. It was, you know, it was a great, it was a great opportunity for me. Uh, and um, I'm a little, you know, uh, I, I, I think well, I'm, I, my character is very memorable because of the the, the going blind and all all of that. So uh, mm. that so, really scared me, so Melissa. I, I remember uh-huh. watching when that aired. Uh, you know, it really freaked me out. You know, because I, I didn't I didn't understand surprised. what was going on. You had this sight, and then I thought I right. still remember the doctor that pause he had. You know, the actor that portrayed him, and he kind of stepped right, back, right. and it just gave me chills. Right. Right. It, I, I'm not surprised you were you were scared because it 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 did come off that way. It was very it's I had to, you know, rewatch them for when I wrote my book, uh uh the way I see it. And uh, so I went through and watched um rewatched all the episodes and I hadn't seen them in so long. Uh, that I remember the impact even it had on me when I saw it. I was like, wow, oh, wow. that it, 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 very, it was very, uh, very dramatic to say the mm. least. Yeah. But anyway, to go back to your question. And was there, uh, you were probably up against a lot of people for that. Part, yes, right, right, right. I'm sorry. The, the, I lost your question there for a minute. Oh, no, no. Um, uh, yeah, there, I think there were at least uh, 200 girls, they said, for wow. each, uh, the, for Mary and Laura. And uh, they, the, the big NBC uh, brass kind of hired us, I mean, uh, uh, interviewed us uh, in the beginning. And then it was narrowed down to, I don't know, 20 or 10 or so and to meet with Mike Landon and read for him. And then it was narrowed down again to, uh, to screen test for the network then. And, um, we, that was, that was interesting. We, uh, well, the screen, I should say that the the meeting with Mike Landon was very exciting, uh, because I had seen, I, I wasn't allowed to watch (laughs) Bonanza, uh, really because it was on, at I think it was came on at nine o'clock or something, and I was supposed to be going to bed then, so I couldn't really watch it. But I was allowed to watch the one where he went blind, actually, which is funny. Hmm. Uh, and I said that to him at when I met him uh, uh, that that oh that I finally did see the whole thing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but but when it when it I, I remember saying I t- I wanted to watch it, but my mother put me to bed in the middle of it. Mm. But then eventually I did see the, the whole thing. And he was very funny because I said that and, and he did, you know, this, this big uh, overdone, you know, what you put her to the bed, to bed in the middle of my show. And, you know, <laughs> so my mother was suitably uh, humiliated, but, but uh, you know, so it's interesting that that, that happened to, you know, be, uh, you know, the same thing that happens to my character in, in uh, little house all those years later, odd, but, uh, uh, then the screen test, um, was, was interesting because 
we there were probably I don't know five of us at least each for each each role, and we had to all it was during the school year, so we all had to be in school <laughs> uh, together <laughs> uh, when we were for those three hours um, when we were waiting to take our turn and do our screen mm-hmm. test. So, uh, so that's an interesting thing. Having, having all these little girls up for these roles, going to school together, <laughs> <laughs> but we were all of course professional and kind and nice like we should be. Uh, Absolutely. And, yeah. And, <laughs> um, and our, uh, it was fun for me because there was another Mary Grady, my agent, uh, client there, uh, my friend, uh, uh, oh God, Tracy Savage, and she was up for Laura. She was up for Laura, and then they changed. Uh, they she 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 did her screen test, and they decided that she could be Mary also. So I really thought I was done <laughs> because she had screen tested then for my role, and I thought, okay, well, obviously I'm not going to get this. Maybe Tracy will get this, and that's great because at least it's my friend. Uh, and we uh, went out and had ice cream and went back to my house and played basketball. So, uh, so neither. I there think you go, having some fun. That's right. Yeah, yeah and uh, and uh, and she wasn't. You know, I think something had happened. Also, she they had. That's right. At the end of the day, they had they ended up keeping another girl for Mary and another girl for Laura. And I don't even know if it was Melissa. My probably was Melissa Gilbert. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if I even knew. I just knew that it wasn't us. <laughs> that they that they kept to, so they were they were kind of mixing up the pairings. I think is what they were doing, and then and uh, and anyway, they dismissed us. So we 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 left and figured we hadn't gotten it. And it turned out that she then came on um, uh, as a, a semi regular uh, friend. I think she played a girl named Christy, uh, which was great. So so it all kind of worked out. So um, that was good. Very generous of you to share all of that. Thank you so much. And if you don't mind me just adding quickly, uh, had you read the books before the audition process began for you? Oh, yes. Yes. In, in, in those days, uh, I, I don't think there was a kid, certainly not a girl, that I knew that hadn't read them. Mm. I think uh, it, it was very popular then. Yes, it was. I remember seeing them in bookstores. Melissa, where it was like, I think they had right. a set of books together and uh, it was, it was right, always right. on display. Always. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, that was so um, very enjoyable listening to that. And um, I, I guess you did realize that your character would be going blind someday. From the books. Yes. And I gotcha. was going to mention this to you as a, the last thing. Uh, from the books, uh, Mary also didn't have much uh, of a character. I mean, you know, there wasn't, you know, it's sort of, and Mary said that, or, and Mary did that, or, or Mary and I went here, or, you know, there wasn't much. So I, I wasn't expecting a whole lot. And then mm. I was afraid when they did, uh, uh, when, when Mike told me, uh, at the end of our third season, I think he said, I'm going to, 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 to make you go blind, uh, at the end of the fourth season. And I burst into tears because I thought that was it. I thought I'll just be written out if they do that, because what will they have, you know, what in the world will they have me do? And he said, no, 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 it'll be great. You'll see, it'll be great. And he was right. It was, you know, 
it was great. So. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that with me. And uh, you did bring back a memory of in the early 80s, Melissa. I wanted to stay up and watch The Winds of War. I don't know if you recall that epic miniseries on ABC. Oh, yes. With Robert yes. Mitchum in the lead. And That's I was right. very interested in World War II. I had a set of encyclopedias, and I, that, and I used to study the war or, or get books at the library. And they made me go to bed because it was a three-hour premiere on a Sunday. And I was raised right. by my grandparents, Melissa, but I did call them uh-huh. mom and dad. So dad came in and said, well, I talked to her and she said you could stay up. So you brought back <laughs> that memory to me. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, because then otherwise you would have would have been waiting until the summer. See what I mean? Then, uh, we did not have a VCR right. yet at that time. So um, nope. I'd be waiting a long time for that. Yes. Well, That's that was right. super enjoyable and uh, just thank you so much for sharing all of that. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Well, your first appearance on the Love Boat. Uh, yes. Nickname of the character was Chubbs, if you recall. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> uh, right. Uh, that actually, I think, was the char- the the title of the episode, as yes. humiliating as it could be. <laughs> yes, that I actually do remember, that the script was titled Chubbs. Okay, great. <laughs> and I, I can still see, of course, uh, you portrayed Gopher's sister, younger sister. Right. And I can still right. picture Gopher and Doc talking, and he's like, yeah, you know, we called her Chubbs, and here's why. And and the captain said, oh, her birthday's coming up. Well, you better get two cakes for her, because I guess <laughs> that's why they called her Chubbs. But then, lo and behold, Melissa, when you enter the ship, uh, everybody notices that uh, things have changed dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I, uh, uh, I've, 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 I've lost the baby fat, so to speak. Yes, you sure did. <laughs> In fact, Gopher became very concerned, and he asked a good doctor to uh, keep an eye on you, but. That's a tricky situation, considering the good doctor was also quite the Casanova himself. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's so, right. That was uh, Bernie Coppell, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, I've shared this before with many people, Melissa, but I'll be brave and share it with you. I don't know if you recall or if you witnessed this, but many times when a beautiful lady would enter the ship and he uh, noticed, he would go up and start by going, well, hi. <laughs> that was like his. <laughs> you knew he was interested if you heard that. Right, right. (laughs) Well, I'm just wondering, scheduling-wise, you were still on Little House, correct, at that time? I was. I was. I I, I guess I did this. I'm I'm figuring I did it on a hiatus um, from Little House, probably. We we were usually off between February and, or the very end of January sometimes. Certainly the month of February, we usually had off. February, March, April, we would go back to work in May. I see. So, so I probably did it somewhere around there. <laughs> well, I'm sure they were thrilled to have you. Uh, what What do you recall? Like, what's it like to walk on the set of the Love Boat? You know, which is kind of a you know obviously an upbeat type of show. Yeah. Well, um, first of all, I, I I I I'm sure that was the first time I had met um, Aaron Spelling, I see. Uh, who was the executive producer uh, uh, of the show and many others. Uh, and who was 
absolutely charming. I mean, just couldn't be nicer and so charming, a very Southern accent. And, uh, and, and I remember I'm, I, I, I'm not sure if it was, I doubt it was for the love boat. Actually, it was probably later, uh, on a subsequent meeting with him, but I remember going to his office and he had a Butler. He was the only, the (laughs) only, uh, producer I'd ever met and still have ever, ever met that had a Butler that would, would, you know, fetch your, cab for you or your oh. diet coke or whatever it was, it was at his awesome. office was at his office yeah wow. now yeah. whoa if and you have a he, butler at your office you're doing pretty that's good that's right well he was he was quite <laughs> successful as we know so yeah. yes uh but but he was just so kind and nice that uh it was it was just a you know it was it was if if anyone's going to do that well uh it's it's nice that it was uh him because he was just so so nice you know and he had a genuine um, but, enthusiasm for his shows, didn't he, and the characters? He did. He did. Yeah. And uh, he definitely did. Um, and that's yes, nice to hear. Very, that, it, yes, definitely. Uh, and walking onto the set, uh, I, was, um, I, was, I was, I think I was kind of fascinated by their, what did they call it? Well, they didn't have a you know, blue or green screen at that time. I don't mm-hmm. think we, you know, had gotten quite into that yet. I don't believe, um, but they did have a. They called it something, and I don't. One of one of them will know what it was called, but it was a, a kind of a backdrop, uh, and they and I think they could ch- change it. I don't know that oh, okay. that it, it, I can't remember if it moved a screen maybe that it that it that they project. I, I don't remember what they did. I think, but you're they right definitely about that. had. You'll have to ask one of them. They'll know. <laughs> and I don't really remember it well enough. Uh, sure. But it was, I thought that was interesting and it was very well done. And so that when you were on the deck, like at night, uh, and then they would have a fan blowing your hair <laughs> <laughs> and the moonlight, the lit set. And, uh, and it was, you know, I, I was amazed at how, how, how well they did it and how, how fun it was that, you know, you could just be in a studio and, look like you're on the, you know, the high hmm. seat. That is amazing. Cause sometimes they were in the studio, like you s- described so well. And other times they really were o- out to sea. Right. And most of, you know, most of their episodes were in the studio. Mm-hmm. They did. I, I don't know how many times you find this out from them too. How many times they would go on their, um, their cruises and then they would do parts, little pieces of many episodes while they, while they were gone so that then they would have those as, uh, and some, and a lot of stock shots as well. Uh, and then they would have those episodes, um, uh, you know, that part of those exteriors, uh, done, uh, for those, those episodes. So they, they, you know, they had it, they had it down sort of like what we used to do on little house. We would go away to, to Northern California or to Arizona or, and, and we would do parts of many episodes, uh, well at that same time so that then we could use them throughout the season. And I, I'm sure that's what they did, but yeah, they did most of them in the, um, in the studio. Yes. And Dallas would do this. They would film partly in the city of Dallas and act the actual South Fork Ranch, but then the rest would be right. done at the studio later in the season. And then you just put it right. all together. Right. 
And I believe Fred Grandy, when he visited me in late March, Melissa, he mentioned a screen that would look like the ocean was in the distance, right? And maybe it was the moonlight. And he said that it was used since the 30s. That's what that's what I was talking about. It's yes, the, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of when you described that. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, let it, me it ask. Looks very good. It looks very good. It does, doesn't it? Right. I mean, yeah. uh, even it uh, watching it today, I'm like, I really like that. It just uh, really sets the tone nicely. And what was your impressions of meeting? Whoa, uh, let me just say this in advance. You've worked with so many amazing leading men, Melissa. Uh, what was it like meeting Gavin McCloud, and, and just what did you think of him overall as an actor? Well, he's another. I mean, he he's, he goes in the Aaron Aaron Spelling category, and just just delightful and kind, just so nice. And uh, you know, it was his show, and he was very welcoming, and uh, and uh, and 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 I think he really t- you know took that on because he had that's that's what they did every week. They always had guest stars, so. Uh, so he, he, that was his thing, and he was just a delight, really kind and nice, and and uh, and he did a, a great job. And look at how you know successful the show uh, has been, and so much of that is due to him. You know, you know, uh, Melissa. Uh, before we get to your second episode, you know, you worked with Fred Grandy closely on yes. both of those first two episodes in particular. And the first, the first one, of course, was as his sister. The second was not right. as his sister, but and it was only like the next year, which was very interesting. But I'll tell you what, Fred's just such a remarkable man, such a skilled actor. He had has the most wonderful sense of comedic timing. Yes, I agree. I agree. And the two of them, he and uh, well, it was it was he and uh, Ted, but. They were great together, and also Bernie Coppell. They, yeah, yes. they're, um, they, you know, those 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 scenes are are funny and light and and uh, uh, and funny because they people think it's easy. It's not, you know. It, mm-hmm. it takes work to do that, yes, and uh, they they really uh, perfected it. I think. Well, you impressed me so much, Melissa, and I'll tell you what stood out to me was that how different your character was from Mary Ingalls. And that's what I like about The Love Boat, is that it gives actors an opportunity to show a different side to them. Why we're, why we're actually actors, right? Ab- perfectly <laughs> yeah. said. You hit it on the nail. <laughs> that's exactly well, my Well, it's funny, point. you know, it's, it's, it's always a blessing and a curse. You're always, you're always blessed to get any work at all. Uh, and to be a working, <laughs> a working actor or actress is is uh, is is a shock, really, because most of us aren't. But um, uh, but but then you know, to when 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 you're on a successful series, it's so easy to be pigeonholed and and never never work again because people just don't want to see you as anything else. So, uh, so I, I was always trying to do different things because I loved acting and I wanted to do obviously other, other things. And I was fortunate to be able to, and, uh, and it was always, it always made it so much fun. It was so much fun to, to, to me, especially at that age in my teens and even early twenties, but, but to be doing, to be doing, um, playing, uh, modern characters to not have to wear the the, yes. the long dresses and the boots and the mm-hmm. 
and the, you know, very little makeup and boring hair. And, you know, it was fun to be able to look glamorous or, or, mm-hmm. or just not traditional. You know, it was great. It was just a lot of, it was, it was very fun for a teenager, I have to say. Well, before we discuss uh, your second episode, and I just have to say, Melissa, you were just a part of some really super enjoyable episodes from The Love Boat. And I, I think that's just wonderful Thank for you. you. And, and of course, you <laughs> helped to make them uh, extra enjoyable with your performances. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, I just would like to say, in case someone was wondering, um, your character comes on the dock pretty strong. But hey, he does have willpower, and eventually he helps her to realize that true love is worth waiting for. So I just thought That's I'd mention right. how it went. There was a spoiler, but I think after Thank all these you. years, Thank I you. can say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, you know. Um. Right, right. That's right. <laughs> well, let me ask you, were you surprised to be asked back? I was. Uh, I, I was. I don't, uh, was the second one the Cinderella thing? You got it. That the, oh, good. <laughs> yes, I was. Oh, I was also, uh, yes. I was, I was happily surprised. And then I was absolutely horrified uh, that I would have to sing. I was so humiliated. I don't sing, as you can tell by <laughs> uh, the performance. <laughs> that it was, that makes two I, of I us. Don't, I, oh, I've never perspired so much in my life. <laughs> I I was a wreck. I was an absolute wreck. Oh. Um, but uh, but 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 it was it was it was very fun. It was a super super enjoyable episode. Other than that, yes. <laughs> I had to pre-record the uh, the song Witchcraft. I had to go mm. buy the album, the Frank Sinatra album, and I and and then and it wasn't an easy song to sing in the first place. Yes. Uh, Oh, and I really, I was just a wreck. Um, and I had to go to the, you know, where was it? Uh, the, the, anyway, a recording studio. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I think it was on their lot, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, where they shot, and now I can't think of where that was. 20th Century Fox, I guess it was there. I'm not sure. Okay. But anyway, I had to go to a recording studio and be in a booth. And it was all, you know, real. It was like uh, wow. as if I was a real singer. And, oh, <laughs> I was just dying, dying. Um, and then I met uh, at the studio, I met uh, Frank Jr. Uh, because he was pre-recording his song or songs. Uh, at, at at right after me, but I think he had an un, unfortunately long wait because they had to do several takes. I think of mine, but it took a few anyway. takes on yours. Okay, gotcha. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and no pressure, Melissa. Right? Uh, instead of just right. singing with, um, you know, maybe someone you don't know very well, it's Frank Sinatra Jr. No less. No pressure. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then you know, yes, that's right. Well, um, now, so were you also a little bit nervous when you had to sing like by yourself and Gopher overhears you? That's kind of how it all started where you're like in the cabin and you're singing and he's like, oh, wow. Yes. So singing in (laughs) general just was a a kind of a sweaty palms type of scenario. Yes. The whole thing. Anytime I had to open my mouth and actually sing. Yes. (laughs) It was it was not. I think everybody knew. I mean, I, that well, it was obvious. I'm not the world's greatest singer, so. Wow, uh, I didn't think you did too bad, to be honest. 
One thing I, I should, oh, thank you. Uh, one thing um, I, I should say about doing uh, the love boat is yes. that's fun, especially uh, for me, because uh, we did a lot of episodes that didn't have guest stars also that were just us and our regulars and semi-regular people. Um, but when you go on the love boat, you're also getting to see, if not, you, you may not be able to work with them. They're not in your storyline, but uh, there are other celebrities, other stars there that, you know, you don't know, like, or you, you know, and I remember mm. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was yes. in, I, I guess it was the first one. I think it was the Chubbs one. She was in one of them, one of the other um, storylines, I think. But anyway, yes. one of mine. Yeah. And I, 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 she was so beautiful. I mean, she was so beautiful and I don't know if I even met her. I'm not sure, but I oh, remember I see. how gorgeous she was. And, uh, and it, anyway, it was always fun to be able to, to see, uh, you know, uh, other, other celebrities, um, uh, for somebody like me who didn't normally get to, you know, so that was fun. Very, very fun. Did you have any clue who the other guest stars were, or did you just show up on set and go, oh my goodness, look who's on this episode? Uh, only if I had a call sheet. Which I would, see. And, on, and, and I sometimes, in, like in those days too, they would deliver your, your script, you know, a, a courier would deliver your, so sometimes I would, I guess, have a call sheet for the time to go in and everything the next day. Uh, and the scenes that were going to be done and all that. Um, and then they might have the names on, uh, they might've had the names on it, but otherwise, no, I don't think I knew most, uh, mostly. Uh, so yeah, so it was, <laughs> it was exciting just <laughs> to happen to see someone, you know, Melissa, um, you are so right. That first episode, uh, in a, in addition to Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than this. Uh, Janet Lee was on the episode. Uh, Conrad right. Bain was that's on the right. episode. Who else? Sorry. Uh, Conrad Bain. Oh, that's right. Yes. From Different Strokes. A yes. lot of folks remember that's him right. from. That's right. And uh, yes, Jimmy uh, Walker. That, that's... <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was quite that's an right. episode there for your first appearance. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Well, Melissa, um, it didn't stop there. The lady that played your mother. Now, I'm going to be Carolyn honest Carolyn Jones, you. right? Carolyn Jones. I have to be right. honest with you. When I was uh, watching this recently, again, after all these years on Paramount Plus, I knew she looked familiar, but it just took me a while to realize who she you know, is really known for in television history from the Adams family. Right. Morticia right. Adams. Right. I don't think I knew. I didn't watch the Adams family. I don't think. Gotcha. But I, I, I think I had seen her in her, I, I'd probably seen bits or something. And so I knew when I, when I thought about it, that, oh, 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 wait, I do know. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I, I didn't actually watch it. I, a full episode, I don't think, but um, yeah, she was, she was very nice too. Very nice. And what was it like working with Frank Sinatra Jr.? Well, he was, I thought he did a great job with his, uh, with his uh, songs, you know, he, mm -hmm. He's so smooth, you know. Yes, <laughs> um, he was very nice. I, I had, other than my, you know, my recording pre-recording nightmare, quick meeting. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we, yeah, we we sat and waited. All you know, hurry up and wait on a film set. So we sat and waited and talked, and and he was um, very very nice. 
and uh, we became friends after that. He would invite me over. He would he had a not a screening room. It was really his his living room dining room. I think. Oh wow! Uh, there was enough of a uh, there was enough distance to be able to screen sixteen millimeter prints uh, mm-hmm. on his uh, wall because it was it was a large space. I see. So um, uh, so he would he invited me when he'd have movie nights uh, and. I met some of his friends like Jonathan Winters and uh, I can't remember any other famous people. That but, sounds like so much fun. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun to, there, there were other people, but I can't mm-hmm. think of them now. Um, but anyway, uh, and uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we uh, remained friends for a very long time. And Melissa, isn't it nice to see a singer do extremely well with acting? Like I, I thought his performance was very natural. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was very good, and uh, and you know, perfect for what they what they wanted. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I thought you know it was charming, which is exactly what it was supposed. To be. A lot of another fun episode. A lot of fun, as I described during the opening segment. It was uh, definitely based uh, a good portion on the Cinderella themed storyline, and uh, right. your character gets to last laugh with the the wicked stepmother, so to speak, and. Her this two right. older daughters, and uh, I think the mistreatment of your character would be coming to an end. And I, I liked uh, <laughs> Gopher's kindness towards your character because, again, you're not playing Chubbs anymore. You're not playing Jennifer. You're portraying a new character, and it wasn't like a romantic. You know, it wasn't like a romantic relationship. It was like he was just there as your friend to, to help you step out right. of your shoes and sing. And I really liked that. Right. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad you're reminding me because I haven't, I don't know the last time I saw that. I mean, it was, it's been decades. It's been a so, while. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, I do. As, as you're, as you're telling me, I, yes, definitely. It's, it's coming back to you and, a little uh, bit. Well then Fred, Fred Grandy, of course. Was, yes. Uh, oh, know, just another outstanding so performance. And, yes, exactly. And there's a lot of fun of him stealing a costume for you for the hollow because this was a Halloween themed episode, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yes, and yes. Uh, right. that caused uh, Julie to have to wear an outfit she definitely did not want to. And that kind of created a joke oh, yeah. in and of itself. So, uh, right. Well, if we go right. on to your third appearance, before we get to the big two parter, you are part of a really wonderful episode, Melissa. And, and that last one, which I'll get to in a moment, you really gave a just a truly impressive performance because it was more dramatic at times. Like it was a, a, a lot of drama. This is the one I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, well, actually these last two, I think I don't remember that well. Well, the third one was interesting that you came back and the storyline was this. Your co-star was Lorenzo Lamas and your yeah. character's parents and his character parents, they all knew each other your two characters did and the story was they just wanted you two to get together and it was driving you two crazy over the years that you know you didn't know think you really had these feelings for each other and to make a long story short the twist is even though you both uh, rebelled against that you leave the episode as a couple and um uh, that was kind of the theme of your third appearance right okay okay uh yeah uh, lorenzo um I, we probably knew each other. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not sure if we knew each other or not before we uh, did that episode, but we, um, I think we did know each other. 
and uh, and he 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 was he again a very very nice nice guy, very nice. Well, it was a very enjoyable um, episode. And now, hey, I'll just repeat my question, if you don't mind, Melissa. Were you surprised to be asked for a third time, or were you not really surprised that perhaps they reached out to you? Oh, <laughs> oh no, I, 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 I think I was always surprised. Always you know? surprised. I, again, yes. again, if you're if you're an actress, um, you every job is surely your last. So, so I, I'm always, you know, I, I'm always surprised. Mm. Um, and, um, and, uh, and again, for Aaron, you know, I, I, you, you, you kind of drop everything. You try to, Mm -hmm. you you try to always say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you must've really seen something special in you, Melissa. And, and no doubt, I mean, it just really shines on screen. I just, your episodes, I just really enjoyed watching your characters. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Well, you are most welcome. And, well, thank you for sharing memories of that third episode. And if we move to this big two-parter, now this was a few years later. You kind of did these first three rather quickly, but this one was, I believe, around 1986, if I have this correctly. And uh, it was a two-parter, and the story was that you were the captain's niece, I believe. And your long-lost mother, who you thought was dead, is also on the ship and is not. She had gone to prison for 20 years. Uh, She'd actually killed your character's father, but it was in self-defense. But I guess the, the story was it was a different time, and they still sent her away. And you don't know she's your mother. And then by the conclusion of the episode you realize what her situation was and you two decide you're going to have a relationship going forward. And it was so touching. You gave a really strong performance in those episodes. Oh, thank you. Thank you for telling me because that, I, 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 that this would be these last two. I I don't know. I guess I was, uh, don't remember this one quite as much as the others. No, I did those, those, um, these last two, uh, the Lorenzo Lamas one. And the only thing I do remember about this one was it was Billy Moses within this too, right? Well, let me I see think. here. He I played think the he... boyfriend or husband or something. I yes, think. you are correct. William, William, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I remember that part and I remember the travel. <laughs> and <laughs> Yes, this uh, one was on location, yeah. I believe. Because it looked like you that were... That one we actually... Yeah. We did. We went. It was the Spain, Portugal, Italy cruise. Yes, you are correct. So it looked beautiful we, too. We, it was. It was. It was lovely. It was really, really nice. Now, Melissa, did you film? Uh, did you like stay on the on the ship during filming? We did. Uh, nice. Uh, we stayed. We 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 disembarked and stayed in ports also. But there were times uh, that we like we. We, we, we crossed the Straits of Gibraltar, uh, and we were, and it was very, very bumpy, whatever we call it in sea terms. Anyway, <laughs> choppy, choppy water, and, uh, and everybody was sick. Um, a, lot, a lot of people were sick. Uh, mm. And I was, you know, proud of myself that I actually didn't get sick. Um, um, and... Uh, but yeah, we so so we were we did stay on the on the ship um, uh, some of the time, and hopefully the food was really good. 
because that would be a the food. Mental. I should mention, yes, the food was really good. Awesome. <laughs> I would think yes, so. That's what I love about watching the Love Boat. I see those buffets, and it just makes me hungry instantly. Well, I don't know if that's right, a good thing. Right. After all, I have to be careful these days. <laughs> you know, when time yeah, goes it's by. Yeah, it's a little dangerous though when you when you're working. You know, and you're trying oh, yeah. to watch what you're eating. You know, it's a lot of it's mostly salads and uh, you know. <laughs> sliced turkey and things like that and, and shrimp cocktail for me. But it was all very, very good. Very good. Do you recall much about working with the lady who portrayed your mother? Uh, I believe Seda Thompson. Seda Thompson? Right? Yes. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, that the story with that is I believe she had, yeah, by that time, I had already, I was nominated for an Emmy. And yes. I don't remember the year, but for Little House. And in those days, they put, the, the categories were different. I mean, the categories were the same, but mm-hmm. the, the um, uh, rules and regulations were different. And uh, they put me in the leading actress category. Oh, wow. And now they don't do that anymore. If, if you're a supporting char- character, which I was, Melissa and I were supporting, uh, Mike and Karen were leads, um, and that's how it would go. Uh, but but now they don't now they they they've changed it where the mm. supporting characters uh as far as billing goes you're put into that category um as far as awards go also but then it, i was in the lead category because in those the two part episodes uh that i was nominated for part 1 uh i was the lead in those episodes but it didn't mean i was the lead of the series of course so anyway, I'm in the leading actress category, and I'm up against all these leads like Seda Thompson and Michael Learned and Kate Jackson and I forget the other ones. Um, and uh, and it was fantastic company to be in, but you know, I <laughs> I knew I, I would never win uh, ever because these are these are well established uh, adult mm-hmm. leading actresses. Uh, and and Seda Thompson won, so so then oh. we so I, I I don't remember if we talked about that or not. I don't think it came up. Very um, interesting. But I, I you know I don't remember. I certainly wasn't going to bring it up. Being, <laughs> it, would be, it would be like I had you know it was sour grapes that I hadn't won. Of course I wasn't going to bring it up. Right. And you know I don't think I I don't even think she would remember would have remembered. She was you know it, she she won a lot of Emmys I think. Um, she had a remarkable but, career. Uh, yes. 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 So, uh, she was, she was, you know, very uh, professional and, and nice as I recall. And you got to do a lot of drama on this episode, or I should say you had dramatic and emotional moments, you know, just, right. I was just so, it was different from the others because I mean, yes, you had a likable and fun character, but boy, a lot of emotional and heartfelt moments. Right. And and I just thought you and her did wonderful scenes together. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I tried, you know, I, 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 it wouldn't have been my first choice to do that, uh, episode because, uh, um, because that's what I did all the time, you know, on, on Little House, I, I cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was always more fun to do love boats and other things when they weren't as dramatic yes. because I, you know, it was more, <laughs> it was lighter because I did do that so often, mm-hmm. but you know, um, again, you don't say no to Aaron. And That's I think right. I had, I think I had already done by the time we did this cruise love boat, I had 
already done this uh, series pilot uh, for him called Dark Mansions. And it was unfortunate. It didn't, it had all kinds of wonderful people in it and it would have been really fun. Uh, uh, but it was, Ooh. it was right at the time where he was um, having his huge problem with ABC. I see. And, yes. This uh, is coming back and, to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they, they didn't, uh, they didn't pick it up oh. because I think they were furious with him over mm. some part of the deal or something. I see. And yeah. And so our show got, got unfortunately asked before we could, we could, uh, we could make it a great series. Well, that's so, a shame. That's a, that's a big it shame. Was. It was. So, um, so I think I did the love boat and I don't, I think we were still, maybe we were still waiting. We hadn't mm-hmm. heard yet. That could, could have been, but anyway, I did the love boat at that right around that same time. Well, you know, Melissa, yes. I mean, I, I, I liked your humble answer about, I don't expect to win in this category. And I, and I a hundred percent believe you. And I understand your, your thought process. I'd feel the same way, but <laughs> I would have to say though, I mean, even at a young age, Melissa, I, when I was starting to develop an interest in acting and I didn't even realize it, I was like doing my own plays and, and writing my right. own plays and making my friends do plays. And they're like, what's going on here? Well, um, I, I was always impressed with you. I always thought you were just really super talented, just like so oh, good. And um, I just thought I would ask you because you are so talented and you worked with others who are so talented you know, when you think back over your career, Melissa, is there something that the really great ones, and I'm not naming names, so to speak, I'm just saying in general, is there anything that they did that you noticed is in common, like with the, the approach that they take with their work? Is it simply a matter of preparation? Is it focus? Is it their demeanor? Is there, like when you think of like the ones you think of as the really great actors, any qualities that seem to be in common with all of them? Yes, I think they, the really great, great actors, in my opinion, are the ones that are prepared, uh, and uh, have really done their homework. Uh, and, and it also helps tremendously that they don't take themselves too seriously. They really, I know Edward Woodward, I, I, I played his daughter on The Equalizer. Uh, yes, and he, I, I love and that he, show. Oh, uh, thank you. He, um, he uh, uh, worked for years and years and years as a very, you know, as a, as a constantly working uh, British actor. And, uh, but he was, he was just a delight as, as a person. He could, he could, he could tell stories that Mm. you would just fall over laughing. He was, you know, the work was more, much more important than the celebrity, celebrity of it. And I, I think that was what they all also, what they all had in common. Well, you know what, Melissa? I might take what you just said with that wonderful answer, and I might just uh, get that like framed because I found that very inspirational. So, thanks for your I'm sharing sure your perspective. I'm sure someone else has said it. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure someone else has said that. <laughs> well, it's I'll tell you work, what. Right? You kind of said it in a 
like your own way. And I just really like that. Uh, and, you know, have a sense of fun, but be prepared. See, sometimes people can't do one or, you know, they can't do both. And, 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 and that's right. wonderful to right. think of, you know, have fun, but be prepared and, and, and all of that good stuff. Well, I had to ask you because you worked with so many incredible people. Uh, well, I want to thank you for sharing so many memories and delightful stories. I feel like I've just learned so much about you and I really appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you. I hope I, I hope I, uh, uh, talked enough about, uh, you know, my time on the love boat, because I know this is all about, uh, uh, the love boat, but it, it really, um, you know, it was always very, very, very happy times, but it, and it came obviously from the top, you know, they, between Gavin McLeod and Aaron Spelling, uh, they certainly had a well-deserved hit. And they had wonderful chemistry, didn't they, as a cast? I'm sure you picked up on that very quickly. Because yes. you were yes, used did. to that, of course, with being on Little House uh, and seeing how all that works. And you probably noticed that quickly, I would imagine. On the I did. Board. I did. And I, I should also mention Jill, uh, Jill Whelan was, yes. uh, was, was, you know, she was young at the time yes. that I met her. And she was, she was always very, very nice, too. Very nice. Wasn't she so good for her age as well? Yes, she was. She was. I mean, I remember when she and the captain were reuniting, and I just thought, this is just amazing for her age. She was just so good. Right, right. Well. Uh, yeah, she, and, and you know, and a, a really nice girl, too. So. And I'm sure when you heard the news that the love boat got canceled... You know, I mean, it was, had done so well in the ratings for the majority of its run, and then all of a sudden it had a dip. Right. Uh, perhaps it was just more of the, you know, the sign of the times, getting closer to the end of the 80s. But I'm sure that kind of right. made you a little sad to, to hear the news that the, the show was canceled. Oh, yes, of course. And, uh, and I'm sure a lot of us, you know, felt the same way because it was, hmm. it was a, a, a fun way to to you know, go in and, uh, 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 show another side of yourself or just, you know, to, to be working, but, to, you know, to have a good time and, um, and, um, be able to show the audience that, you, you know, from, for many, for many of us that, you know, we, we had different, we could do different things. And if you don't mind me just picking your brain on a, a final question here, uh, if, if it wasn't for the pandemic, okay, let's just, or let's say down the road and things are how we hope they eventually will be all the way around. Do you right. think a show like The Love Boat is even feasible? And I'm talking about from the standpoint of having so many well-known guest stars, like financially, or do you think that um, maybe, you know, Hollywood could actually use a show like this again? Well, you know, I'm, I'm constantly surprised by... And I'm sure I only know, a, you know, I've only seen a handful of them. But so much of what was old is new again, you know, yes. uh, it, it probably will happen again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> it does seem that it does seem that uh, networks don't have much of a creative sense these days <laughs> because they're just bringing back old shows, mm -hmm. you know, uh, updated old, old shows. So. I don't know, maybe, but there is also a, a calling for it. Uh, you know, people, yes. the the eighties and uh, I guess eighties and nineties, maybe even the seventies too. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, uh, people, people, people really loved some of the television uh, then. So, 
you can't blame them, <laughs> but, but so uh, creative. Yeah, hard, I guess it's really hard to have you, you, it's really hard to have an original hit these days, you know, I, but then there are, you know, the stranger things and the, and the Ozarks and the, yes, all, you then know, you all, have all, those. there are so many great ones, um, breaking bads. And, um, so, so I, I prefer to see some new, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> new, new television, but, um, but no, you can't, you can't blame them. And it probably will happen. It probably and, will. and Melissa, do you recall back in the seventies and eighties and it's okay if you don't, cause you were obviously working a lot, but do you recall how, and I'm not saying every show, but a lot of shows, if they started off slow, they were not always axed immediately. If the network believed in it, like they gave them a this chance to find true. an audience. Right. I'm sure that happened with our show. Uh, I, I don't know if we, but luckily we had Michael Landon, but if we didn't have him, our show wouldn't have even sold because it, you know, the, the pilot, while, while charming, uh, was quite slow. Um, uh, and, and, and they, Mike Landon had a falling out with the other, uh, his co-executive producer who wanted to stay, uh, more, with the books, the way the books were. And that would not have been, uh, that would have been cancelable, <laughs> uh, be, you know, because yeah. what you read in a Laura Ingalls Wilde book just doesn't, isn't gonna, isn't gonna work for television. It's just not going to happen. So, so right. Giving them a chance. Yeah. Yes. So we had, we had a chance and we were lucky too, that we had him, we had a much bigger chance, but but yes, there were, there were, I, I, I can't offhand think of, think of particular ones right now, but I know there were shows that were given, you know, at least a good 13 episodes. Yes. And, and now, I mean, you don't, they, what do they get? Like three? Or I mean, something? if you don't do well right yeah. away, it's like you're, hello, good afternoon and good night. You know, it's. Uh, that's right. That's and, right. And, and I think that's unfortunate if there's a, if you have the recipe for something good, just at least give it right. a little bit of time. You have, I think you have to, and for really good television, like something like, like Breaking Bad that has, that is written so mm. well. I mean, their series Bible must have been like fascinating. Wow. Um, you know, for something like that, you can't just, you couldn't just show a few episodes of that and, and then, and then cancel yeah. it Yeah. because, uh, because you don't have any idea what they're taking you through. <laughs> you know, you have yeah. no idea and you have to, you have to get through it. And, uh, that, you know, that would just be, that would just be awful. So, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really good, some really good writing and really good television has to have the time to, to, uh, grow, you know, and, and, and grow on people, you know, they have to have yes. time to, 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 to watch it and get used to the way it's done and, um, what they're seeing and what they're, uh, I, I've been, I've been seeing, uh, watching WandaVision. And that's oh, another I'm getting one. Ready to start you know, that. you don't. You are. Yes, I'm getting. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear it's really good. Did you enjoying it? Oh, it's really good. It's really good. Nice. And you don't have to be a big um, fan of the movies. Because uh-huh. I've seen the movies. I'm not the. You know, I'm not the world's biggest fan. But I mean, I like them. Yeah. Um. But you don't. Like, I might not remember something that I should, or but it doesn't matter. Because the the show is so inventive and so creative, wow. and so that's another one. You 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 can't just cancel something like that. Yeah. Uh, 
soon, you know, in, into the, into the, you have to let it, let it go. And, uh, because it, it become, it just, you have to have a chance to get to know it. And, and, uh, yeah, anyway, I, I totally agree with you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Melissa. Your I'll tell you, it's just been, I have to tell you, this has just been so delightful speaking with you. I can't even really express it in words, uh, how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, I did too. Thank you so much, Stephen. Thank you for for asking, and it was a, a pleasure to talk about another really, really uh, good, deserving hit show. And uh, I hope you have fun doing all these interviews. I'm having so much fun, and you have made it um, extra special and enjoyable for me. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, Jennifer. I do love you, like a brother. <laughs> It was such a wonderful birthday. Thanks, all of you, for taking such good care of me. And Gopher, don't worry. I can take care of myself from here on in. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Hey there, baby. Am I going to see you in the city? Afraid not. I don't get to the zoo very often. <laughs> I guess she can take care of herself. That's my chums. Jennifer! Hollywood and Beyond podcast is produced, edited, and hosted by Stephen Brittingham. Thank you for listening.